Hello, I'm Al. Oh, and I'm Sai. Sai so sounds a bit moody. And this is, and it's all kicking off. So it's not been a good week for uh, our teams, has it? Um, <laughs> that's a bit of an understatement. We're falling off the pitch. It's been a, it's been a proper weird one. Uh, we're sorry oh, we didn't do we we didn't do a, a podcast last week, but we had technical difficulties. This basically means that my IMAC went on the blink. But yeah, I'm, 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 yeah, but I managed to get it working. God knows how, because it's an apple and they're notoriously difficult. But the last thing that's tried worked, so and it's been working ever since. So that's all right. So we're back now. Um, so what's happened? Okay, everything had a, a win against Spurs in the FA Cup, and we're in the next next round, which is all that matters. Um, with that game. Everyone's saying, oh, what an amazing game it was. Wasn't it fantastic? Wasn't it a bit of a new tools? Well, yeah, it might have been good for the new tools, but it wasn't any good for us. Um, and I know Sigurdsson played that fantastic pass through to Bernard for his wonder goal, but you know, what one pass doesn't make a season. Um, but I think Bernard's goal was probably one of the the great Goodison goals. It's just a shame there wasn't a crowd there for it. There would be many better goals than that at Goodison. It was just incredible. However, I wasn't satisfied with that result. I was glad we won. But I looked at the result and I thought, well, yeah, we scored five, but we left four in, which isn't very good, is it? Mm. You know, we should, we should not have left four in, not at home. This, this home thing is like a, an arbitrage around our necks now. It doesn't seem to be able to play well at home. So it was that game and we got through and that's good. And then when Fulham happened. Fulham <laughs> happened. Um, so I watched the Fulham game and at the end of it I thought, right, is it me? I mean, so you know what I'm like about modern footballers. I don't have much respect for them, do I? <laughs> no, none, none at all, mate. No this patience to, for them, nothing. This is to come in another podcast, I think, my attitude towards modern footballers. Um but I tend to compare them to my heroes from the 80s and 70s and 90s. And I think they're a load of paper prima donnas. And <laughs> I, think they're la- I think they're lazy. And at the end of that game, I was just like, well, what do you think about that? What can I think about that? Sigerson was awful. Gomez was awful. Rodriguez was awful. Um, but Charleston was just double awful. Awful. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It was just a really odd one. And I'm, I'm, I was thinking, is it is it me? Is it just my attitude? Do I expect too much? So after the game, I went straight on YouTube, watched, watched the Blue Room, watched um, their reactions, watched Toffee TV, watched their reactions, went on Twitter. And, and thankfully, no, it's not just me. <laughs> Everyone's fed up with them. Everyone thinks they're lazy gets. So uh, I was quite, uh, I was quite <laughs> in a weird way, I was quite heartened by the reaction to a bad result, which is not good really, is it? But listen, listen, no, it's not just me. Um, it's just, it was just shocking to watch. Uh, Sigurdsson, I'd, again, I just, I don't know what he does. I don't know what he brings to the team. Richarlison was just his usual moody self. I, mean, I think in, in, in the English game and in English clubs, you've only got room for one moody, sulky South American in your team. There's only room for one. And unfortunately, we've got two. And... But Charleston's the worst out of two of them, so he's got to go. So we, can't, we can't have to. If Barcelona come in tomorrow with like 60 million for him, I'd bite their ends off because I think they were sniffing around them. Um, oh, if Barcelona but, came in for sit with six quid, you'd bite Richarlison 60 million pounds. I'm sorry, what planet are you on? 
I, I see with Charles and I, all I see is like Sam, <laughs> all I see is Sam Diego from the Muppets, but a different colour. It's, it's just his nose. I can't get past his nose. But it's not it's not just Dan. I can I'm, I mean my nose, I can speak, can't I? But it's just it's just so moody and sulky and it's like, do you just play, will you? Or at the very least, play him on the wing. He's not he, he was not a centre forward. I was surprised at that team selection. I would have thought with Calvert Lewin out, he would give Josh King a, a little go, see what he can do. Um because with Charleston, he's just not your normal number nine, is he? Um Hammers did this thing where <laughs> on Twitter there's this thing where people think he gets he gets injured on purpose because he can't be bothered. <laughs> and it, it, it does look a little bit like that sometimes. <laughs> it looks like he's just gone down, it's like, yes, yeah, my ankle, yeah, just get me off of you. And you, you can see him talking to the physio, and the physio wasn't wasn't convinced. He's like, no, it's my ankle. Get, get me off, get me off. If you you just don't want to play, do you? <laughs> you just you just don't want to play. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think what I've seen on Twitter, I mean, you might you might be able to shed some more light on it or, or agree or disagree. But what I've seen from the blue side is Mason Holgate doesn't seem to be uh, winning many fans over. People are saying that like he's walking around like the cock of the walk, chewing gum, and thinks he's made it when when. From what I've read, he, he didn't play well at all. No, mate, he didn't play well. He stank to play. So, um, but to be fair, he shouldn't have been played there in the first place. We had, I understand all this um, rotating your players, and we've got you know City and Liverpool coming up. So he wanted Keenan Mira fit, so they were on the on the bench. Yeah, I get that. Um, but I, I'll come on to that in a second about the defence. Yeah, with Holgate. I read on Twitter, although, you know, yeah, Twitter's like the man in the pub, isn't it? You know, I read yeah. on Twitter, so it must be true. Um, apparently, uh, Holgate's been bulking up in the gym and he thinks he's Billy Big Bollocks now because he's got a bit of a, <laughs> bit of a physique on him. He thinks he's, he thinks he's the man. Uh, so, you know, he's, he's young. He's, he's, how old is he now? He's, he's not that young, actually, no, I suppose. He needs to grow up a little bit and just get his head in the but game. It, and just, you know, I think it's, it's all about self-image at the moment. And just, just be he's got player. a bad attitude, though, hasn't he? Because I remember when he, always he has. pushed Firmino in, into, the, into the boards, into the hoardings, when he pushed in that derby what, last yeah, season, but, when yeah. it was on Amazon Prime. Yeah, we like, loved that. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it was a nothing though, was it? It, it was an absolute, it, it just stank of a bad attitude. The ball had gone out of play anyway. Firmino was nowhere near the ball, so we decided to push to push him over. It's just like, who are you? You're a kid. Just, it, it, yeah. It's like that Scott McTominay from Man United. Everyone, it, the Roy Keane comparison has just gone so to his head, it's untrue. He thinks he's Roy Keane and he hasn't even played half a season. I hate that kind of I've made the attitude. Yeah, I know. What you hate mean. it. It's, 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 we're not trying to drag people down, but it's like you need to be up in the face before you can drag you down. <laughs> you know, you know well, exactly. Yeah, you know I mean? um, yeah. yeah Paul Gates always had a bit of an attitude about him, which it's, it's good to have an arc in your team. You need a little bit of devilment in your team, but when it's just, when it's just imitating darkness, then. Need to wind your neck in. So we make the same. It's misplaced. Not it's it's misplaced darkness with yeah. him though, isn't it? Yeah. It, it, it? Yeah, like Andy Robertson in ours is 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 a shit house. Like you know the stuff he was doing to Messi and Suarez when we were playing Barcelona. And when when he pushed Messi's head down, you're just thinking, oh my god, you know even Messi just looked at the ref like. <laughs> Someone's yeah. just touched me on the head. What are you doing? But that that was brilliant for us. That really riled him up and you know got the fans going and stuff. But 
a lad that doesn't start regularly just pushing someone over just doesn't really do it for me. <laughs> but yeah. anyway, mate, go on. You make Yeah, so I think another big discussion point for us Blues was the, the constant rotation of the defence all the time. Apparently the last yeah. four games we've had a different defence every time. Now that, that can't work. That cannot work. You've got to give your defence. Your defence is the bedrock and what your team is built on. Join um, the club, lad. Join the well, club. Well, yeah. But we, we've, least, had, we've had... Yeah, but you've had more of an excuse than us. <laughs> you've well, got exactly. defenders left. We've got plenty of defenders to choose on, but we keep, we keep chasing them around. So it yeah. needs, needs to calm down there a little bit. I, I, so, yeah, the, the players need to have a look at themselves. And I think that, again, what, what do they want? Do they want to be in the software or not? Do they want to be able to negotiate big contracts or not? What do they want? They just need to sit up. And all this... All this, oh, they look tired because they played two hours in, in the cup game. I don't care. The professional athletes, it's their job to be fit. Are they really saying they can't play two games a week? Because if they can't, go and work in an office or something. <laughs> That's your yeah, job, from, be fit. From, from an outsider looking in, and I know it, it's kind of rich coming from us as to where our current position is, and we've blown many an opportunity. But I'm keeping, obviously, a more regular eye on Everton now because of, obviously, this and our friendship and everything else. Um, and from an outsider looking in, it, it's like, the, you know, you're only, you're only going to get so many opportunities to get back up the league, a bit like Liverpool, you know. Um, and every time you get an opportunity to really climb the table, when other teams around you and us included drop points, you know, you could have really stolen a march on us and ahead of the derby and got on equal points with us, beating us in the derby, which again is a real possibility, and gone above us. It's like, it must be so... I know how frustrating it is from a Liverpool, being a Liverpool fan and going, oh, opportunity missed, lost to Brighton, lost to Burnley, lost to blah, blah, blah. But for you guys, you know, you, you must see like Liverpool and other clubs around you dropping points and thinking, right, we've got Fulham, we're going to stick six past Fulham, and then they turn around and beat you 2 0 and you haven't climbed the table. So well, it frustrating. Was, it, it, wasn't, it wasn't so much that they beat us as well. It was the fact that they were by far the better team. <laughs> they yeah. were by far the better team. They fully deserved to win. It was like at the end, we had a bit of a flurry at the end. It looked like we were going to score, and King had one ruled out through offside. And I thought, if we get back into this and we draw this, I'll be embarrassed. I don't want to draw this. I yeah. don't even want to win it. No. Because yeah. it would just be it would just be completely wrong. We we get like that, it's not very good. I think I think we're in the really we'll come on to you in a minute, mate. I think we're in a really strange situation at the moment where you know you can't predict what's gonna happen. So City we could beat them <laughs> because it's just oh, yeah. the, the season's that stupid. The derby, I mean, oh my god, I mean how many, how many derbies have I seen in my time? This is the most unpredictable. Yeah, this is, yeah. this is the most unpredictable one I think I've ever known because literally anything could happen. We could win five 0 You could win five 0 It could be five all. It could be nil nil. Yeah, I can't. I, I cannot predict anything about this derby. No, the really, the really weird thing again, and like we, we've we've conceded the title. With I think it was long gone anyway. Um, but again, we'll get on to that. But you know. Everyone wrote Chelsea off. Frank Lampard lost his do- his job. Thomas to to Chels come in, and they're above us now, you know. But Chelsea, Chelsea were mid table cannon fodder. They were rubbish, useless. Spent 
between two and three hundred million pounds in one transfer window garbage. Well, they're back now. They're they're in the top four. They're above us. You know, Manchester United again not playing well. How long are they going to last in second? Well, are they second now? Did they go back second or are Leicester still second? I can't remember. But you know, who's not to say that Man City won't lose three games on the bounce? Leicester might win it. <laughs> Leicester could be champions again. It is. It's totally and utterly bonkers. I'm not enjoying it. I'm not enjoying it in the slightest, but it's like you can't write any side off a couple of good results. You'll be back in the top four. It's just, it's just absolutely crazy. Like you said, unpredictable. And from, from a Liverpool point of view, are you ready to move on to Liverpool now, Al, or have you still got more to say? And I just something I want to say later on, but it's not. It's it's after Liverpool. I think I think the, the word we're looking for for this was what the word I used last time. It's volatile. It's just an up and down league. It's 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 just I, I, it's crazy. I think it's bonkers. I think bonkers is the word. Yeah, Absolutely yeah. bonkers. Right, but, go and sleep. Go and sleep. Pool then. Go on. Okay, I think bonkers is a good word for Liverpool as well because <laughs> I know I'm I know I'm not as old as you. But I've still seen plenty of footy, and I've seen I've seen Liverpool be really. Let's be really quite honest here. I've seen Liverpool be really, really piss poor. You know, they've gone years and years and years without top flight European football. We've had the worst signings possible in Jovanovic and Voronin and just terrible Balotelli. Who can forget Balotelli? We've had terrible managers. In Roy Hodgson, look, um, but this is a. I think this is the most strange Liverpool situation that I, I, I've been a fan of. Like, yes, results have definitely gone. I've not gone our way, and matches most definitely have got away from us. But like the Man City game, I tweeted at the end of the first half. You know. Really good first half, contain Man City, blah, blah, blah. Let's go to second half. Da, 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 da. Hola. We were in that game. We were more than in the Man City game. Two absolute howlers from from one of the best goalies in the world because apparently he was still sick. And the Irish lad, again, was, was, was missing. It's, it's, it's like Liverpool just cannot catch a break. Oh, you bought two defenders, have you? Well, one's got a knock. Oh, first training session, injured. Fabinho and Ozanka back in defence. No, Fabinho's injured now, so it's still Henderson. Your goalie's sick. Oh, well, you can't pick your Irish, young Irish keeper either. It's just like, what is what is going on? Why can't we have two fit goalies? Why can't we have two fit defenders? We bought two defenders on transfer deadline. They can't play them together yet. It's just absolutely crazy. And then... We go into the Leicester game, and again, you're thinking, oh, I've not got much confidence here, and blah, 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 but we should win, and this, that, and the other. And again, we bossed that game. We bossed that game right up until the second half, into the middle of the second half. It, the performance level isn't bad. The perfor- like You're coming at it from a point of view as we're lazy, we're unfit, we can't play two games a week. A week. We're re- you're frustrating the fans. 
You're all shite. We want you out. We want new players in. You're all suki, sulky, moody, blah, blah, blah. Whereas us, we're going, no, this performance is okay. This performance is, is good. We're in the game. We haven't conceded. We, ha- we haven't got two natural centre-backs playing in defence. We've kept a clean sheet so far. We've limited them to the amount of shots. We've had more possession. We've had more passes. We've had more attempts on goal. We're playing well. Then we score a brilliant goal against Leicester, a, a, a brilliant little kind of back heel kind of chip from um, Firmino to Salah. Salah didn't even have to move. It just landed at Salah's feet and he took it first time. Great goal against Leicester. And we were so on top of that game. He didn't see us running away with it, but he said he didn't see us losing. And then there was... A, a, a farce of VAR, and I mean a total. I, I would say, I would go as far as to say that it, if I know it's not done deliberately, but it's just like I don't know how you've made that decision. Like, fair enough, Tiago made a reckless tackle, and as much as I rate Tiago, he can't tackle for shit. So, somebody should really just have a whisper in his ear and just say, Listen, Tiago cut out the tackling because you can't do it. Honest to God, my heart is in my mouth when every he's on the deck attempting a slide tackle. But anyway, he made a really poor challenge. It was on the outside it was on the outside of the box. So it was outside the area. But the ref blew for a penalty. Then VAR checked it and went, no, it's not a penalty, it's a free kick. So they had a, they had an indirect free kick. Um Madison took it. They scored from it, but it was ruled offside by the linesman who was in a great position. He ruled it offside. Then VAR got involved again and then drew the line under. The the line basically dissected the Leicester player. It It went further across his chest than from under his arm. And they ruled that Bobby Firmino's foot was playing him on side, but I can't. I still cannot see Bobby Firmino's foot. I I, I cannot. I can't see it. I, I, you go. What's up with you now? You can see. And then, it's so then point, VAR. Don't, don't send me the picture. Those with the lines on because every time I see a VAR thing with, with those lines on, I just get lost. I don't. I do not understand those pictures. No, but you just don't just just try and find his foot. Just try and find his foot. Oh, okay, okay. But, but the the players the players arm, the player the the Leicester player is on is offside because of his arm. Because if you th- if you think back to Danny Ings scoring the last minute ninety five minute winner, he was ruled offside for his forearm being offside. But I was kicking off then saying, your forearm can't be offside because he can't score with it, but VAR turning around and going, well, you're, if you're offside, if it's a tip of your finger, it's a tip of your finger. So the Leicester player is offside because his hand is over the blue and green line. Yeah. But somewhere in that picture is Bobby Firmino's foot. I can see his foot. What they've gone off. I can see his foot. You can, right? you can see his foot, mate, but they've clearly, gone, they haven't even gone. It's clearly behind what's his name's hand. It's, it's, it's not playing anybody on side. No, it's not, no. 
So that that to, that was um that took up about ten minutes because the initial penalty was overturned for a, a free kick. Then yeah. they scored from the free kick, which was ruled offside by the linesman. Then the linesman decision was then overruled by VAR. And if you look at that picture, I don't know where the green dotted line's coming from because it's coming from his elbow. It's coming from his elbow yeah, to get nice. Firmino offside. So I'd like you saying that, you're seeing the rest of his arm is ahead of it, and there's, there's been exactly big goals disallowed for that. Exactly, there? and so. it's just come out now. It's just come out now that that goal shouldn't have stood. But again, too little, too late. But this is what VAR is doing to the game. But anyway, that goal shouldn't have stood. Then again, Allison, it's like Allison has, has lost his goalkeeping ability. It's like he's totally devoid of any confidence and any common sense. I, this, for, for me, mate, this, this is weird. I'm sorry, to, I'm sorry to interrupt, but good keepers don't become bad keepers overnight. They take, I mean, the good keepers can become bad keepers, but it'll be over time, so it'll be like when they get old or they've had a bad injury or something. Of course. They just don't sell to bad keepers overnight like he has. So, what's, so, so he, what, he, what is going on? He, that's, a, that's a bit of a broad sweeping statement. He is not it's a true. bad goalie. You would... You, it's not. You would still like, okay. have him what, in what, your side. What I meant was, he, he, never, he, he never made mistakes like that. No, he was always a bit fancy on the ball because he's Brazilian, like Edison. So the, the, the two mistakes against Man City, fair enough. I, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. He still had a sickness bug. He felt a bit groggy, blah, blah, blah. But the one against Leicester... This ball comes over the top, and we've got Ozan Kabak making his debut. He's a young kid. He's got Henderson in the back line with him, who again isn't a naturally isn't a natural centre back, but he's probably talking Kabak through the game all the time in his ear, in his ear, in his ear. This ball comes over. Now Allison comes charging out of his box and basically scissor tackles Kabak. When when I'm looking on the telly going, oh, Kabak can easily deal with this. Even if he lets the ball bounce, he can just hoof this into the stands. There was no need for Alisson to come charging out. Now, that's totally ruined that lad's confidence. He's going, oh my God, I've, I've made a massive howler there, conceded a goal on my debut, blah, blah, blah. And Klopp came out and went, well, at this moment in time, he doesn't know how Alisson likes to play. Alisson plays kind of like a sweeper-keeper, like all modern keepers do. But he will come out and clear a ball if there's no defender there. He won't come out and take the ball off the defender just because he can. So it's it's just so weird. But again, we lost to Man City. We were in the game for most of the game until it all went pear-shaped. We totally bossed Leicester and lost. Again, one VAR decision, one goalie howler. And I, I, I don't know, I can't remember the... the, the the final goal. I think I turned it off in a sulk by that point. Um, but yeah, our performance level is there, which is really, really, it is really weird. It's re- it's such a weird situation because you're playing well, your performance levels are there. You just can't catch a break either with injuries, VAR, or scoring goals. It, it's so, so weird. But the Liverpool situation is beyond bizarre as well. Like, you know, all these, again, Twitter Twitter is a cesspit, isn't it? Keyboard warriors, rumour mongers, just, just, just a lot. But, you know, we've had totally, totally 
really, really bad injuries to really key players. We've had COVID, we've had, we've had all of that kind of stuff that we've talked about at length. We've been top of the table this season, like many other sides. We've been in the top four for the whole season up until this point where we're just outside the top four because Chelsea went above us last night. We have no recognised centre-backs. But people are, people are hanging, you never walk alone, Jürgen Klopp, on banners outside the gates like he's on the verge of being... So even he came up and went, the banner's nice, but it's not necessary. It's like everyone has just lost their heads. It's just like, oh my God, you never walk alone, Jürgen. You know, we'll be there for you, brother. Solidarity, this, that and the other. He's like, don't need it. Yes, my mum died, but she's not been well for a while. She's She was 80-odd. We've dealt with that as a family. You know, I don't need all this. He said, I'm bang up for the challenge. I'm more motivated than I ever have been to, to find a solution to how we are currently. What's the point, mate? He's, he's, chairman. he's chairman at the end of the day. He doesn't need, he doesn't need all this, this sentimentality, all this garbage. No. He just, he just no. gets on with it. Yeah, you know, um, rumours that he walked in and called everyone a bunch of bellends and, and didn't get the coach home and, and drove home on his own. It's just like... What are you playing? Rumours that Allison got battered by Andy Robertson because he because he, he let a goal, and it's just like, what? Really? Take a step back. You're all adults. What is going on? Liverpool, yes, have conceded the Premiership, the Premier League. It was going to be really difficult trying to get through the season without spending any money and buying any centre backs. We've been in the top four. I still very much think we will be in the top four when the season finishes we'll get European football you no know it, it is only football at the end of the day there don't need to be rumours of a massive rift there don't need to be rumours of players snotting each other in the changing rooms after games there doesn't have to be rumours that the manager's walked or that he needs a break there don't need to be banners hanging off the, the Shankly Gator and, and the railings outside the stadium in solidarity for for a manager that in in reality has only lost four games all season, four or five games all season, and was in the top four until the weekend. I didn't know He's about not... that. I didn't, know, I didn't know about that rumor about Robertson. That's, that's, that's quite funny. I, 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 think, I think it's more likely that that Robertson pulled Allison's mask off and it was Jordan Pickford. <laughs> maybe, lad, maybe. It's like Scooby Doo. Didn't yeah. mock, like, <laughs> it, it, you know, it. I, I I just don't get it. And yes, fair enough. You know, I, I'm not a particularly good loser. I, I don't like it when Liverpool lose. But I try and stay off Twitter after we lose as much as possible. Not because you lot wind us up or the Manx wind us up. It's it's all the in solidarity with Jurgen Klopp. You know, we in 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 Klopp we trust and and this let's go and hang some banners off the railings. It's not necessary. Like Jürgen Klopp wiped his nose while answering a question. Everyone's like, oh my God, Jürgen's crying, conceding the title. He isn't. He absolutely isn't. He, he's got a snotty nose. He's wiped it on his sleeve and gone, yeah, title's gone. It's just like, <laughs> get a grip of uh, yourselves. Uh, but even players or ex-players, I should say, like Gary Lineker. Gary Lineker's tweeting, the small minority of LFC fans that want Jürgen Klopp out needs red testing. <laughs> Twitter can be anything. You know, the, the small minority of people saying crop out most probably aren't even Liverpool fans. No, they're most probably they're most probably Manchester United fans or Chelsea fans or Everton fans or whatever. 
just on the piss tape, but everyone's so sensitive at the moment. Everyone is so sensitive. You know, and it, 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 it's, there's like polar opposites. Like people are hanging banners outside in solidarity for, for Klopp. Other people are, are, are apparently telling us that he needs to get out of our club and this, that and the other. It's just absolutely garbage. Let, let the, the manager manage the team. Let him review his tactics. Let him get over the injury crisis. Let him keep doing what he's doing. He doesn't need your love and support on Twitter. He doesn't need you to hang things outside the, the stadium. He doesn't need you to camp outside his house with a candlelit vigil. He's okay. He's okay. And deep down inside, Liverpool are okay too. Yes, we need to get Van Dijk back. Yes, we need to get Gomez back. Yes, we need to get Henderson back into midfield. But that will all happen. Okay. It's okay. Okay, right. Okay, right. <laughs> I think we've established that it's been a season of overreaction for Liverpool supporters. You do you do all seem to be overreacting, it's weird. I mean, you've had you've had a lot to be fair, you've had a lot to overreact against, but it's still like it's like this mania this mania has took hold. And it's just But it's like you know, yeah, exactly. You know I mean? Exactly. And it, it's also like it's all it's also like we've totally like you said, a goal a good goalkeeper doesn't become a bad goalkeeper overnight. Well that goes for the whole club and the whole squad. A world-class squad doesn't become a Sunday League squad overnight. People are reacting on Twitter and on other fan forums and everything else like this was the only chance that we'd get to win the league. It's because you, it be. you lost four of them, so it's, it's, it's compounded because if you if you lost those four over the season, it wouldn't have been noticed. When you, when you no. get four together, it's like, oh, that's all it is. Anyway, oh, yeah, mate, is, you, anyway, 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 let's move on. How do you see the games going forward? Leipzig's going to be tough, isn't it? Leipzig's going to be tough, mate, yeah, but I, I think European football is going to hopefully, fingers crossed, I think this could serve to be a welcome distraction. I know it's another football game. I know we're not getting the results, but just for the players, I imagine just stepping on a plane and going to a different, a different country or a different stadium a different city doing something different and and, and and focusing on something different than the domestic league i think hopefully you know and leipzig are for a newly formed team they've got a brilliant brilliant young manager they've got some really good players um it will be a tough game absolutely i think it'll be i think it I don't. They haven't got kind of. I know there's no real home advantage now because there's no fans, but they're not even playing in Germany, are they? It's a bit of pest playing. playing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I I would like to think we we could we can win. I I I don't want. Uh, I don't want an attractive win. I don't expect or believe for one minute it'd be a three, four, five nil. But if we can go there and just put one past Leipzig and, and get a victory, keep a clean sheet, play well. Um that will that will do as well. We can come back, we can get back on the plane, you know, clear heads, hopefully pick up no injuries and go into the derby on the back of a European win. And then again, you know, the derby just can be anything. <laughs> just absolutely anything. I've got a feeling this one will this one this one might not even be football. They might all come out and play basketball instead. It's just, it's, do, just I, it's that nuts. It's just like God, edit that game. <laughs> that game come up, literally anything could happen. 
Oh yeah, we'll, we'll go outside and we'll play round as lads. Yeah. <laughs> it won't be funny, like you yeah. said. <laughs> it's just honest to God. No. Never know the season like so, it. My next, my next point is, and I think this is a good one. If Leicester City, like they were, they were champions not so long ago, came in the top five last season. Um, they look like they're good for the top four this season. They're very, very good. Are Leicester now one of the big six? And if so, yeah. if they are, who's not? Who 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 goes out Arsenal. to the big six? Arsenal. I think Arsenal as well. I I think so. But why? Just because they're lowest in the league, or no? Arsenal aren't where they are or where they were for for the what since Wenger left. And True. the only thing that put the only thing that puts Spurs where they are now is the stadium and the manager and some of their players. If you if you took Kane, Son, and Mourinho out of Spurs, then you'd say Arsenal were bigger. Past previous history, Arsenal's bigger, but currently Arteta and their squad, no Spurs. Spurs for their manager, their stadium, and they've got some real key players there. Yeah, you know, you know what's about Arsenal to me as well. This is gonna, this is gonna sound ever so odd, but it's it, for me, it's true. They've had their new stadium for some time now, haven't they? It's been yeah. there ten years, most probably, mate, if not longer. I just think that stadium feels old to me now. It, it is old. It, yeah. it doesn't feel like a new stadium anymore. It's, it's not even. It's not a patch on Spurs' stadium. It's no. not a patch on my Tart Lane. I think. Well, no. is it looking a bit? You know, are they just looking like a tired club now? Yeah. Absolutely. And if you think of the people that are on Arsenal's board, they could buy anyone. Oh, God, yeah. Absolutely anyone. You know, and it's just unreal to think you've got all the money in the world. You've got no financial issues there whatsoever. But, yeah, I I would say if Spurs keep doing what they're doing again, you know, Mourinho, we, we all know what happens with Mourinho, you know, after a couple of seasons, he's turned everyone against each other. Um, but yeah, I, I think I think I think Spurs. But I, I also th- I, I I think Leicester are a more attractive proposition than than Spurs. Yeah, I wouldn't to watch, say to watch the yard, definitely. Yeah, I've watched Leicester. I, I, but I just think I just think they're set up. I, I just think that they're set up. The how how average players into into Premier League champions. You know, some of their players, when they won the league, were like, oh, my God, how's Danny Drinkwater won the league? Yeah, like when, when Esther bought Robert Hoof, like Robert Hoof, he had a laugh. Just some proper narky ass donkey, and he was great. Cast-offs, yeah. He was great. Yeah, unreal. Unreal. Was... So, yeah, I say Leicester, but I, I really like Leicester. And I, 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 I would do, also yeah. put Leicester above Spurs. I'd put Spurs six and Leicester fifth. Leicester have got that rare it, thing it, that rare thing as well of having, having totally foreign ownership that get the club and just want yeah. the best for the club. They're not trying to make money yeah. off them. Yeah. No. Which is exactly. so unusual. And so they're very lucky yeah. to have that. And I think, I think the fans realise that as well. It's, it's oh, they just do, mate, the, yeah. the whole club is one. They're all pulling together with the same thing. Yeah, when, when, you've got, when you've got that, you can't really fail. No. And, and they know they're not going to go and spend mega bucks in the transfer market, but they will spend wisely and they will spend good. They will spend decent money, but they will only, it's, it's a bit like Klopp. They, they will only buy players that they think that they can improve and that will fit with their model and will fit. They, they, they will pass up on a brilliant player with all the ability in the world if he's got a bad attitude. And that's yeah. what keeps them together. It's brilliant. Because the, cause and the yeah, teams and, have, and yeah. Rodgers. 
exactly. And Rodgers is doing a great, a great, great job there. Fair play to him. True. Yeah. I mean, I, I never had much time for him, uh, but at Leicester, yeah, he's, he's properly proven himself. Um, yeah. So yeah, he's, yeah, very good manager. Right. So we're gonna have to go on. That's it for this week. We had plenty more to talk about, including Sean Dyche's press conference. But maybe that's oh, that's Jesus. maybe that's past now. Maybe I might do it next time. I do it next time. Um, so we'll be back next week, and we'll be post derby. So that'll be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we'll be back next week. I uh, hope you enjoyed it. Uh, pass the word around. Follow us on Twitter. Give us a like and a retweet and a whatever. And uh, thanks yeah, for absolutely. listening. Okay. Bye, sir. Bye, Al. See you soon. Thank you.